Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. KYW Original Podcasts. For the first time since 1998, your Eagles only have one win after six games, a 1-4-1 record, following a 30-28 loss to the Ravens at Lincoln Financial Field. A comeback, a near comeback from, from an, what seemed like an insurmountable deficit, so the Eagles certainly put up a lot of fight. Ravens helped with their penalties. I have the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, to break it down. Merrill, I'm curious. What were your feelings leaving the stadium and then what are your feelings now after everything settled in, you woke up and you had a chance to dissect what happened yesterday? I was encouraged. I really was. I've seen this team down in a hole and they just pack it in. That has not happened with this Eagles team. They fought. They worked hard. I thought that Carson Wentz was outstanding in the second half. He showed leadership. He showed guts. He made some great throws. In the end, they failed on the two-point conversion. And they could not tie the game and have a chance to win it in overtime. But be that as it may, I felt very good about this team. Look, we look at them, and they're in a lot of trouble. This offensive line has been decimated by injuries. And without an offensive line, you have very little chance of success. But in terms of how I felt leaving the stadium, I felt good. A failed two-point conversion attempt you mentioned late in the fourth quarter. What did you think of the play? You know, I never, I, I don't see the tendencies. I don't see the chart. I don't see the film during the week, the tape during the week, to see what the vulnerabilities of the Ravens' goal line defense in a situation like that is. Uh, sometimes you have the most creative player, and it, and it, just, it just goes awry. But here is a case with Carson on an option And I think they just exploded the play. I think it was the fact that the Ravens just dominated the line of scrimmage. I don't know that any play would have worked. Uh, There's a couple of other Doug Peterson decisions that were questioned after the game yesterday. I don't necessarily know if this one in particular was questioned. um, But looking in hindsight, 2020, if they would have kicked the field goal rather than tried for the fourth down conversion, which they were short on, Maybe it's a difference in the end, considering how everything played out. What did you think of the fourth, and I'm going to call it foot, fourth and foot attempt that the Eagles went for that Carson Wentz ultimately fell short on, and if you kick the field goal instead, it's three points, and then maybe they come out with the win? Against this team, against this obviously superior team, you have to go for it at that point. And I still believe, from my vantage point, that he picked up the three-quarters of a yard he needed. It wasn't even a full yard. And then they pushed him back 
one of the things that's very difficult to change is the spot of the ball. But when he thrust himself forward, I thought he had at least that three quarters of a yard. And plus, what is Carson Wentz? About 99.8% in quarterback sneaks in situations like that. I don't think it's controversial at all. I think he had to go for it. Later in the game, there was an opportunity. They were down at their own 30-yard line, and they went on four to get on fourth down. That is extremely risky. But against this team, you've got to take that chance. This one was controversial, though, and was asked to Doug postgame. After the first touchdown, and I think it was the third quarter because they went scoreless in the first half, after the first touchdown – down, I think at that point it was 17 to 6. They did try to go for two instead of kick the extra point. Some will argue that if they kick the extra point, then they're in a situation late in the fourth quarter where they could just kick the extra point and tie it at 30. Others will argue that they got 14 points anyway because they were successful on their next two-point attempt. You could go either way with it. But again, it's a situation where it's not the fourth quarter, it's not late, and Doug is still chasing points. What did you think of the first failed two-point conversion attempt? I'm a little more conservative in my football thinking. I would have kicked the extra point. But I also agree with those who say they, they went for two and made it on their second touchdown. So it was still 14 points either way. I don't think that figured in them losing the game. So, Merrill, you were talking about how when you're facing a team like the Ravens, you just you have to go for it because they're so good. But I'll, I'll ask you this question and play a little bit of devil's advocate. Are the Eagles good enough? Doug has always been aggressive, but are the Eagles talented enough to be that aggressive instead of just getting three points, getting a point, and trying to build from there? When you're playing against a team that good, you have to go for it. You're not going to beat them with conservative football by going by the book all the time. Doug did what he had to to try to wake this team up and give them momentum. Well, something that certainly did wake them up and give them momentum was Jalen Hurts being inserted into the offense with some plays while Carson Wentz was still still on the field. That's how they got their first first down. It was a great 22, I think, yard run by, by Jalen Hurts. So he definitely is a factor, even if he's a decoy. But after the successful plays with Jalen Hurts, it felt like Doug went away from that strategy as the game went on, even though it was fairly effective. Merrill, should the Eagles use Jalen Hurts more on the field with Carson Wentz? Yes, uh, more. I don't know about more. I think it's good that they have given him this role in the offense, and he is definitely a weapon. But what they were doing in the second half was working. They were moving the football. And Baltimore had seen a lot of Jalen Hurts in that first half and you know they made halftime adjustments. Uh, you spoke very highly about Carson Wentz in, in, your, in your opening comments in this conversation. What has Carson proved to you the last three weeks, Merrill? Carson had never had anything to prove to me. I know what kind of a quarterback Carson Wentz is. He is tough. He is a leader. He's got a big arm. He's got athleticism. I think he showed all of that. I mentioned at the beginning that this is the first time since 1998 that the Eagles only have one win after six games. Before that, you have to go back to 1982, which was a strike-shortened season. So at that point, six games was in December, but the Eagles only had one win after six games in 1982, Dick Vermeule's last season. How is this 2020 team, Merrill, different from those two teams, 98 and 82? It's difficult to start comparing teams. Uh, I know that Doug was asked about their one four and one record. 
and he said they are what they deserve to be. Mm-hmm. They're just not winning. However, and I'm repeating this again, they're playing in the NFC least. Right. So if your goal is to make the playoffs, they are far from out of it. They have the Giants coming up Thursday night. If they can win that game and get themselves back on the track, I like their chances to win some more. But uh, again, it really does come down to this Thursday night more than anything else. These next three games are huge. You're right. It starts with Thursday. You got to take it one at a time. But these next three, time. these next three games against the Giants, Cowboys, and then the Giants again. If if you don't win those games, and it's kind of kaput at that point. I mean, they they are they are massive massive games against teams that don't have very good records. Merrill, the last one I have for you. Um, what was the? I mean, it, you could tell. You could you could hear it on the the radio that there was crowd there you could obviously see it on tv what was it like being in the stadium with some fans in there yesterday well it was great to see the great eagles fans out there and when they were booing they should have been booing they're great fans they love this football team but they were very very frustrated at one point i said there were six thousand fans here asking themselves why (laughs) but that answer came in the second half because they really saw a very dramatic game And they saw what Carson Wentz can be like when he can do a few things. But my greatest concern after this football game is what are they going to do for an offensive line? Because right now you are watching, with the exception of Jason Kelsey, you're watching a lot of backups, backups. Oh, it's it's no doubt. Carson had to ha- he got hit a lot yesterday. He had to run yesterday, and it's not it's not only that, Merrill. I mean, we're we're recording this at six forty six right now in the morning. We'll get updates as the day goes on. But Miles Sanders left yesterday with uh, a knee injury, and Zach Ertz left with an ankle injury. Um, and Fox Sports is reporting that they're going to get an MRI today. So. That's something to keep an ear out for, too, because they finished the game for as beat up as the offensive line is, and it is beat up. Ultimately, Merrill, they finished yesterday's game on offense with two original starters, Carson and Jason Kelsey. And that is, I, I, I have never seen anything like that before. I don't know if you have, but that is, it, that's wild. How many? Well, injuries? not only that, the rookie who came in and did a decent job, Jack Driscoll, right. went down. He's out. I don't know for how long. All right, no, it's 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 definitely something to keep a, an ear out for, and definitely concerning from the eagle for the Eagles. They just have injury after injury. It's very unfortunate. Merrill, I mean, Carson that, is standing back there, and you fear for his life. I mean, when he goes into an empty backfield, you know they're coming, and the Eagles have no way to keep them out. He is really in danger. I just hope he doesn't get hurt behind this offensive line. He barely has any time to throw the touchdown pass to Fulgham. He just kind of tossed it up there and Fulgham while while he was being hit right he threw that ball while he was falling backwards in that first half the way the Ravens were burying them they could have had Patrick Mahomes at quarterback and it wouldn't have made a difference it it would not have mattered you're right it was it was definitely Carson Carson had a lot a lot of pressure his way Merrill thank you for the time as always nice job by you Mike and Howard yesterday uh it's a short week Uh, Giants are coming up before we know it, and we'll preview it throughout the week. Thank you for the time. One question, Dave. Sure. Can you play right guard? (laughs) No. And the follow-up, should I play right guard? And that answer is also no. I will gladly just talk about it. If Carson's running for his life with with the offensive line that he has right now, believe me, he'll be be sprinting for his life if if I'm playing right guard. Maybe you should get in there at right guard. (laughs) (laughs) Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.